0: Hey, good evening. It's another episode of Daily Mind. I'm your host. Um, how was everybody's day today? I mean, that's something I always like to ask because I can tell you right now, my day was long as shit. Just a lot of nonsense, unnecessary time wasting. I'm telling you, honestly, the one thing I look forward to to get me through the day is literally just doing a podcast. I'm not even kidding. That that literally gets me through my day. Um, well, now I'm doing it. I'm here, um, episode th- uh, fourteen, right? Um, everything's going pretty well. So um, this is going to be an interesting topic. Um, kind of been on my mind, and it's kind of taking a different uh, direction, right? I, you know, and my what I want to talk about today is <laughs> a particular sitcom in mind, right? Um, this sitcom everybody should know it's literally what they call the show about nothing right so it's Seinfeld right now I know what you're thinking like oh God you know but who hasn't watched Seinfeld to a to you know at one point or another um as you know the show ran on NBC um from 1989 to 1998 and it was considered one of the best sitcoms of the 1990s I personally did not start watching this show until about... Almost towards the end of the series, it, one night, you know, uh, back in junior high school, if you will, um, a lot of my friends used to talk about this show. Mind you, it's junior high school, right? So you figure how they connect to junior high school students. But a lot of my friends would talk about this show, and I started watching it. Now, the show would come on at 11 o'clock at night um, in syndication and you know i would have to be in bed by a certain time but i find myself up watching seinfeld and to this day i still watch it religiously every single episode even the episode that was banned for a bit the puerto rican day parade but what i really want to touch on is how much of an impact this show has had on our day-to-day right like it's literally a show about nothing there's really no premise right it's just four new yorkers um living there day to day right going through very awkward situations situations that we in some way shape or form encounter right like i'll tell you right now i never know anyone who died from licking envelopes or someone who dropped a big ball of oil from a fucking tall building or someone who pushed a bunch of uh kids out of the way out of a fuck <laughs> trying to get out of a fire right i mean if you have ran into someone like that then this episode is for you right Uh, so (laughs) um like i said i picked seinfeld it is one of my favorite sitcoms of all time but i wanted to dig into it a little bit right um and see how it stacks up today i read an article that basically um said that millennials right find the show very offensive now you have to take into account this show came out 1989 and primarily was through the 90s right Remember, I did an episode a bit back and I mentioned how things like, oh, the, com- the comedian episode, right? Comedy episode, um, Laugh or Cancel, right? I made a mention about um, how things were way more taboo and, you know, touch and go at that time. You know, not a lot of people took offense to it, but it it, it, it tread a thin line, right? So, you know, they're like, oh, you know, a lot of things that the show has shown wouldn't be applicable today yes of course the society and culture has changed drastically and it's changing before our very eyes right so you know you think like oh man like i i tell you one thing they probably might have harped on if you remember the episode where jerry had this girlfriend and she had a ridiculous toy collection right he invited george over to play with like they drugged this woman in order to play with her toys right now some people will be like you know oh man that's not right. That that sounds like, you know, borderline, I'm going to use the word, you know, borderline rape, right? Now, in the show, right, it, it might have suggested that in, in some crazy way, right, that people see nowadays as really, really offensive, right? And it just comes off as funny. But when you think about these things, you know, again, it was a different time, right? I'm not totally condoning this. This is whatever idea. I don't know what they cooked up at NBC at the time, you know. But that—that's what was considered funny at the time, right? And then there's um, the infamous uh, Puerto Rican Day Parade, right? You know that episode. Kramer accidentally burns a Puerto Rican flag as he was trying to uh, as he put out a cigar, and that became a big issue. To where NBC um, caught some flack for that, and in syndication, that episode wasn't played on TV for a minute. In fact, I think in some places they don't even play that episode. But if you watch. Seinfeld on Netflix. That episode is there, right? It was the only episode I know that has been uh, banned, right, for a brief time and then reopened, right? So we go back to like the series of like the beginning, right? Now, the show was originally supposed to be called the Seinfeld Chronicles, right? It technically was, but not... Like when it, when those first episodes from those seasons come on, don't say Seinfeld Chronicles, but that's basically what the show was called. It was very lackluster. It was, it, it was setting... I don't know how you could compare the first season. A lot of uh, Seinfeld fans hate the first season, right? I mean, the first season of a show is never perfect, right? It's it's trying to find its niche, right? It wasn't really um, a lot of laughs out of the first season. I know when I watched the first season, I got quite a few laughs out of it, you know, whatever the case is. But um, it started off a little rough, right? It eventually gotten better. I think the show, even at one point, almost got canceled because it damn near bombed the ratings. And for some reason, NBC was like, you know, let's let's try this again. Let's retool the show a little bit, which they did, right? Initially, Kramer's Kramer was Kessler, right? That was actually his name in the show. Was Kessler that got changed really, really quick. There's a couple of mentions throughout the series of that name, but he just went off as Cosmo Kramer, right? Um, as the show progressed, right? It it, it started getting the ratings, it started like it started getting somewhere. It was start, and then you know, eventually. Um, it became one of the number one rated shows on NBC. I mean, at the time too, it was competing with like the Fresh Prince and, um, uh, Friends even came out around that time too. they, they, Friends was also a, a very big, um, television show. Um, real quick, this is going to turn into a a little small series. I was going to do something called sitcoms, right? A, a two to three part, uh, episode series dating going based on decades right but i'll go in a little bit more detail at the end of this show um but over time seinfeld just it was just funny right and then like kramer was the focal of the show i honestly think um the show probably didn't wouldn't have lasted very long without michael richard's character kramer right now um Jerry is the main focus of the show, but everybody wanted Kramer. I mean, there was times where they had to tell the audience to stop clapping because Kramer would have to wait so long to say his line because people were just giving this ridiculous ovation when he slides through the door. So, you know, they had to calm that down. He was the show, right? It wasn't really Seinfeld. It was really Kramer, right? Well, so, you know, you break these characters down, right? What, what made this show was absolutely not the premise because the premise was really about nothing. It was just wacky antics of everyday um, life of these four characters and supporting characters. So you break down Jerry, right? Jerry is basically playing himself in the show, right? Um, all the way down to the last name, right? He is literally just living his life in that show, and he's just, you know, he's a comedian, right? He goes on, he goes around the country doing some gigs and stuff like that. Come home, and you know, one thing about Jerry was that he was never single for so long in the show, right? Now, a lot of people would say he was sort of a neat freak, which is true. He was very organized, right? Some people would say he was a um, a metrosexual, right? A, basically a straight man who was just very, very tidy, right? So, yeah, Jerry was just... He was the main focus of the show, but that became not so apparent later on or quickly as the show progressed, right? But Jerry, right, was just... He's just your New Yorker, right? There's nothing really crazy about him. He's just a comedian just doing his bidding and, you know, doing his job and just trying to make people laugh, right? Then you move on to, who's supposed to be, who is his best friend in the show, George Costanza, right? Short, stocky, bald man, if you will. He was, uh, <laughs> there's quite a few things to say about him. Like some people describe him as neurotic, um, very anxious, loud, um, bald, obviously, right? George is basically Jerry's right-hand man um george still lived with his parents for quite a bit of the show right um kind of like a loser type if you will i mean he had steady work through the show but he was just seen as a like kind of a tryhard, a loser right but he would blow up quite a bit in the show which is uh that neuroticism i guess you could get out of that character um he means well his execution on things is just a little bit unorthodox right he was just that guy who at the at any moment would blow right up, right? But one thing about George that I like was just the way he freaked out over things because it kind of reminded me of myself. Um, I'm working on it, though, but I tend to blow up over the littlest of things. I used to be a lot worse, though. I, I take everything to heart. Every little thing I let bother me. But as I get older, I'm working on it, right? Like, that shit turns into some stress, and stress, as you know, kills, Right? So George didn't obviously die from his stress in the show. He actually made it all the way through, but he eventually moves out. He marries Susan. You know, they get their own little apartment. She dies licking envelopes. (laughs) I still think that's the most bizarre um, thing with that show, but they actually did kill off the character. That's why. And there was a dispute backstage with this woman that played Susan. So they killed her off in the most ridiculous way possible, right? I know that that's just the sitcom world, you know the way you write off characters in some crazy bizarre way. Then we move on to um, Julia uh, Louise Dreyfus' character Elaine, right? Ah, she's she's just a whole crush. Even to this day, she's just beautiful as shit. So Elaine, right in the show, was um, was she was Jerry's girlfriend at the time, right? Not exactly on the show because you know when the series started, it was a mention, um actually no she wasn't really in the first season of the show no she came kind of came around either at the end or the second season but when her character was introduced she was introduced as jerry's ex but she was also the only femme in the group right um one thing about elaine was she um she got by on her looks from time to time she worked right um never seen her parents in the show Although, if you look carefully in the living room in her apartment, right, in the later episodes, there's a picture of a woman on that table, on one of her tables, which I strongly believe is probably her real life mom. But her parents were never seen um, in the show and whatnot. And it always showed that she lived on her own, right? She worked for um, Pendant Publish, uh, Publishing and the J. Peterman guy. She worked for him too. So she always has some sort of steady work going on with her. But her character, I like, is. Um, i don't know i i I just like a few little things about her i mean she's very attractive that's one but um (laughs) she she um she's she's kind she's feisty right when she has to be and you know she could be definitely funny especially with that that stupid little dance she did in the in the uh that party right just you know heaving and throwing kicks in the air and shit that that to me was hilarious right but um yeah and then you know you have, of course, everybody's favorite, Kramer, right? Now, again, remember, this guy is Jerry's neighbor, right? He was originally named Kessler, and it was quietly changed to Kramer. Um, Kramer, is, is he a, he's an odd individual, right? He, if you notice one thing about Kramer, right, he never really had a job, right? Like, he never really had steady work. So, you know, a lot of people would ask, you know, those diehard Seinfeld fans, like, how is this man supporting himself, right? Like, how does this man pay the bills right uh there's a there's a legend in the story that somehow he the apartment was given to him right whatever the case is um but this man kramer uh tall right tall dude very um as he was described as a um hipster doofus uh he um he's an interesting character again he has no work right he can be a bit clumsy uh, he's always got some get-rich-quick uh, scheme going on, um, like the whole shit with Newman and the um, the mail truck trying to uh, take all those re- the bottles to go recycle in Michigan because it was 10 cents it was completely absurd. Or when he worked with that kid, Darren, on making a ball of oil that doesn't break or how he pretended to be Dr. Van Nostrand or he um, – you know, protect, he pretended to be a uh, movie agent where he was trying to roust um, the dude from The Wonder Years, um, Ben Savage. I mean, um, Fred Savage. I'm sorry, Ben is his brother. So Kramer was just a man with different masks and different hats and tried to get, you know, scheme through with everyone. But uh, one thing was for certain that he was definitely Jerry's. Uh definitely Jerry's friend. He would look out for Jerry however he can. He'll try to look out whoever for whoever he can. Kramer was also a ladies' man. Like Jerry. Jerry had numerous girlfriends in the show. Kramer did too. Right? That man was no uh he was not without um without lady friends in the show. But what I love about Kramer is just his his uh physical um comedy, right? He's he's definitely a physical comedian, right? He slides through the door, he falls, he trips, and sl- it just it just has me ugh, hilarious. It's has me cracking up every single time I watch Seinfeld. I mean, I watch it on Netflix. I watch it when it comes on TV. I mean, I put down everything just to watch an episode of that show, right? So, you know, those are the four characters in the show, as everybody knows, right? So how do these four characters become so popular, right? I guess what it really comes down to is that they're just everyday people. You know what I mean? They don't have these fantastic jobs. They don't live in mansions. They're literally everyday New Yorkers, right? and i think that's how a lot of people related to the show it was a show about nothing right now your day-to-day may be about something but really it's about nothing right it's just little bickerings and shit like that like kind of like the seinfeld right like like the sitcom but you know how is it so mainstream today right now a lot of phrases carried over from the show, right? And it has a cult, cult following Seinfeld, right? You go on Facebook, there's Seinfeld pages and fan pages and even shit posting pages of Seinfeld with just numerous memes and just ridiculous stuff, right? I follow every single Seinfeld page. At least I think I do, right? So, like, Seinfeld is very big, even to this day. Now, I personally think... Um, The show could have went further so that show ended may of 1998 right and the way that show ended was just odd right so it was a two-part ending episode where they finally get their deal with NBC. they get a private jet they're supposed to go to france and then somehow land in some small town due to some technical difficulty you blame kramer for that one maybe and somehow they get into this town they record some man getting in trouble and apparently they get hit with this good samaritan law so the they thought like okay before we go out with a bang on the show let's get all the recurring characters from the series to go to this trial and i thought that was pretty brilliant but you know i, I felt like the show could have went longer but i think the word on the or the word in the studio was that he um they demanded more money um the supporting characters michael richards um Jason Alexander, Elaine, uh, Julie Louise dreyfus they wanted more money. I mean, shit, they were probably getting already like a million dollars an episode. They probably wanted more. The show was popular. The show could have possibly went, I think, to at least 2000, right? I think 2000, maybe 2001. uh, That show could have went a little bit further, but it was, you know, it was costing a little money. They wanted more money, right? So, you know, maybe it was just for the best for that show to end the way it did, right? But, you know, again... I, I, it could have went a little bit longer, right? It could have went longer. So, you know, fast forwarding, right? Um, there has been like some episodes, like Kirby Enthusiasm, where they got the cast all together, um, and stuff like that. And yeah, this is kind of interesting. And then uh, there was another video, uh, where Jeremy and George was at this, um, this uh, diner, and they were talking, like if they were in the show, you know, if uh, they're a little older, but you know, they they still try to have that 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 show persona going on, the way they interact in the show, right? But after the show, right, Seinfeld, it, you would think everybody went on the right path. Of course, Jerry is still – Jerry's a billionaire. He has nothing to worry about. The, the royalties that man get off that show is ridiculous, right? And then Julia Louise dreyfus she went on to go do Veep, right? You know, if anybody's familiar with the show. And then Jason Alexander, he's, he had some spots, did some KFC commercials and all that other shit. And then, you know, unfortunately, Michael Richards, right, his career ooh, took a plunge, right? I mean, he did come out with a show shortly after Seinfeld called The Michael Richards Show. And that didn't last very well. But what really, really, kind of really put the nail in the coffin in his career was that comedy skit where he just started throwing in bombs at the crowd and stuff because they were heckling him. And I felt so bad for that man. I'd be completely honest with you because he is a funny, funny, funny man. Like I said, being a comedian in one of my previous episodes, it's hard. It is. It's really hard, man. Especially you got to deal with hecklers, and but you got to keep your cool, right? You can't. You can't just blow up like that, man. I, I bet that man wish he could go back and take that all back right I mean he he probably would be getting more gigs I mean he's kind of like quiet now you know but you know that's just the the way it is unfortunately right it, it's just um yeah I mean that's just what it is right it's just unfortunate but the show nowadays still thrive on right and again like I said a little bit earlier on the show um you know it caught you know people are just looking at this and like i mean because i'm gonna be real with you we live in a cancel culture right i'm sorry we live in cancel culture and you're gonna have people that that look back at things not realizing this is unfortunately that was the way things were back in that day don't leave that in the past right think freely expand your mind be like okay how can we prevent that if you're that type where you want to make change don't go back and try to change shit that we grew up on that was just what it was right i didn't write that shit but from here on out, figure that out, right? Like, because, I mean, a lot of things in the show, right, probably would have not flown today. It would have been offensive. Like, Kramer, who was accidentally um, – that was another instance where – like, that wouldn't fly today, that he was accidentally labeled as a disabled man because of the way he was talking and the shoes he was wearing, right? Now, you play that – that somebody come out with a show nowadays with that happening, and then be like, oh, you're making fun of the mentally disabled, Right? a lot i'll be honest a lot of shit did not fly i mean flew then that would not fly now right i'd say this just you know leave the 90s in the 90s right do not mess don't alter that stuff right that that's just what it was it is a piece of history right you focus on the day today and what's to come try to you know um move from that particular time and environment right that's just leave that where it is right so again, it just it just bothers me that people attack this show, and they even go back and attack a bunch of other shows and stuff, and try to find little tidbits. Like I said, I, I said this before that people, not everyone, okay, I just want need to make that clear that every that the people, some people just want to find something to talk about and be offended about, right? So they just pick and choose whatever's gonna piss them off that particular day. And I'm just like, you need that much attention that you're gonna go back to a show that premiered over 30 years ago. Make us think of it, just and then make make some sort of video. I mean, some vlog or a story about it, or or TikTok or whatever. And just say this shit's offensive. No, leave that shit alone. You weren't even born yet. I promise you, you weren't born yet, so you're not offended. You're just you're just jumping. You're just pretending to be a, offended. All right, I'm gonna say what it is. Okay, like again, just leave it alone, right? and and, and again, I'm gonna get into an episode. Um, a series based on sitcoms, right? Starting from the 70s, the 80s, into the 90s. It's going to be a three-part episode. I'll do sometime next week. Obviously, I'm not going to do that tomorrow. But again, you know, I find the show to be great. Like, Seinfeld is literally... That 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 episode... show have me laughing every single episode i'm sorry even the lacklustre puerto rican episode the puerto rican day episode the the chinese restaurant episode a lot of people don't like that episode for some reason but it was the one episode i believe that uh one of the characters wasn't in it i think it was kramer kramer wasn't in that episode that's a whole different story though but i love them all i love them all they're just fantastic episodes just because it makes you think that they're like are they people out there really like that yes they are, there's a Jerry Seinfeld everywhere. There's a George, there's an Elaine, there's a Kramer. You work with them. You probably work with them. You probably even have them in your family. Like, you have people with these, um, with these personalities and, you know, it's, it's just funny, right? Like, you know, just take four random people, right, and just – kind of just make a show out of them. That's kind of like Friends, too. Friends, there was nothing like really crazy about those characters either. They were just everyday New Yorkers living amongst each other. Perfect stuff, man. These shows kind of last, right? They weren't pretentious. They weren't trying to be something, you know? But, um, yeah. I mean, like I said, I I just was thinking about this for a while, doing an episode on a particular TV show. Again, I said I'll do an episode of The Daily Mind based on what I think about or what comes across my mind, right? And Seinfeld just so happened to be one of them. Now, Growing up, my aunt, I was living with my aunt at the time. She was like, I don't know. She somewhat said, well, I don't know why you watch that white shit, right? But for some reason, I gravitated to it, right? Comedy to me is comedy. There is no such thing as white comedy, black comedy. Yes, the styles may be different, right? But it's comedy, right? Comedy has no color, man. It's just you laugh, right? You don't laugh in different colors, you just laugh. Like my laugh might sound just like a a white person's laugh or Asian person's laugh. It don't matter. It's just laughter. Right. So I don't really see black comedy, white comedy, Jewish comedy. I don't see none of that. It's just comedy. Right. So again, I'm just gonna just say like, again, Seinfeld, fantastic show. I mean, for those who grew up with it, because based on my demographics like a lot of you that are listening, definitely grew up around that time, that show would, that show actually premiered. Right. So again, I, I personally like the show, right? I figure it would be a nice little quick episode to do and how it is today, how it stacks up today. I think it holds very well today. I mean, yeah, there's some probably outdated ideologies, but realistically speaking, it's still one of the most watched syndicated shows out there. I am positive, right? You can find Seinfeld anywhere. Like it, it doesn't take very much to find the show, right? It's, it's everywhere. So I'll leave it with that, right? Um, again i will do this three-part series next week called uh the sitcom the good the bad the ugly or the beginning to the end because let's be real to a point sitcoms nowadays have nothing compared to what we grew up with in the 70s 80s and 90s right i don't even know what's a really good sitcom now nowadays i honestly can't find one I, i really can't find one you know i end up going back to the past watching those sitcoms in comparison to what the hell might be on the air now, which I don't think very much. But what I'll do is a three-part episode. The first episode will be um, sitcoms of the 70s, and then the 80s, and then the 90s. I'm giving this a heads up. Normally, like I said, there's little to not much predictability in the shows I'm going to put, but I'm giving a heads up on this one. If you're interested, um, it's definitely going to happen next week, uh, the three-part series of sitcoms. Um, just those three decades. I ain't going too far back because I believe this I know very much about the 70s sitcoms and they were very time-changing uh sitcoms. And then to the 80s and the 90s, you know, the campy 80s and then the 90s, you know, getting a little out of the taboo phase, if you will. But um, yeah, that will be next week, right? It'll be a three-part series. Tomorrow is going to be the prototype episode. Remember what I said that I'm just gonna take A half hour to flip through some news stories and kind of discuss them and give my little two cents on them so yeah that's gonna be tomorrow if i get a decent amount of uh listeners it will be every monday so i'm giving somewhat a little bit of predictability i guess right but overall um if it's not a series if it's not a mini series like the sitcom thing i'm just it's just whatever comes up to my mind right it's a daily mind right whatever pops up in my head or think about, or sp- I've spoken to someone about, that's what I'm going to talk about. Right. So I'm giving you the guys a little bit of predictability again tomorrow. Check out the prototype episode. Right. Um, it's not going to be called a prototype episode, but it's kind of like a pilot, right. To a little thing I could do every Monday. We'll see how that works out. And then of course the sitcom. All right. So again, I'm going to wrap it up tonight. Um, I hope you guys enjoy what you hear. Like I said, I try to keep it as entertaining as possible. Um, and now you guys got a little bit of what's bound to happen, right? Um, again, I'm not getting very much feedback in the comments section, which is fine. I can just – it's just one little response to a question that I put out will be fantastic. If not, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> All right. So um, we're 27 minutes in, in the half-hour show. Um so yeah, just um, spread the word, Daily Mind, spread it. Um, I know there's other shows that's probably called The Daily Mind too, but just be specific. It's The Daily Mind. Um, you can find it on Anchor, Spotify, um, Google Podcasts, and a couple of other platforms too. You can find them on. Um, I'm everywhere. I'm on six different platforms. I'm trying to make it somewhere. I'm trying, right? You got to spread the word a little bit. Um, yeah, just just uh, tell your friends. Podcasting is extremely competitive. Believe me, I am not on Joe Rogan's numbers, right? <laughs> so, uh, I if I wake up and I find a thousand uh, listeners, I'd be, I don't know, I'd be, I feel like a damn star if I seen something like that. But I feel like a star now because you guys are taking the time to listen to this show to hear my voice for about twenty to thirty minutes um and i I feel like a star now and i just love coming home and coming straight to the mic and just do what i need to do all right so yeah we're running out of time right i try to keep it about a half hour uh thanks for listening uh this great thursday night we're almost there to the weekend um we're almost there all right if you don't work the weekend fantastic if you do my condolences all right (laughs) so I'm sorry, but yeah, just, we're almost there, all right? So yes, just keep listening, spread the word, and um, tomorrow, prototype episode, right? Let's see how that works out. Hopefully, I get some you know good views on that, right? I mean, views. Listeners, you can't see this shit, so I don't know why I said that. All right, so um, thanks for listening. This has been another episode of The Daily Mind. Um, we'll do this again tomorrow night, all right? Keep listening and just um, laugh a little bit, right? Not everything is always just laugh, all right? Have a good night. We'll do this again tomorrow. Peace.